0: Hey, everybody. Before we get to this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that we are now on the iTunes podcast store. So head over there, like, subscribe, review, all that stuff that'll bring good attention to us and uh, get the word out about the show. Also, all of our backlog episodes are now on YouTube under the Fapcheck channel. That's F-A-P-C-H-E-C-K. That's Justin and I's channel where we put out videos, podcasts. We'll have a couple new things coming up later this month, so be sure to head over there, subscribe, and check them out. Alright, enjoy this week's episode. Hi, I'm Austin. And I'm Justin. And this is Amazeballs! Balls. God. How's, how's that make you feel? Uh, kind of bad? Kind of bad, yeah. What about the fact that that beard's not real? You have to wear a mask of Rogaine every night to keep it. How's that make you feel?
1: Oh, shit, I remember. Oh, It's, uh, it's guilt
0: trip. I was lying. That's not true. You should feel fine. And it's yeah. guilt trip. <laughs> I feel so badly about something. Oh, I did that to you. I'm sorry. No, no. Now let me finish. I haven't been totally honest with you. I'm not who you think I am. I'm not even a person. Oh, that doesn't matter. Listen, some of my best friends are not persons. That's not important. So this week's episode is really magical, kind of funny, a lot of supernatural stuff.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Directed directed by Burt Reynolds.
0: Yeah. And uh, one of his friends starred in it.
1: Yep, Tom DeLuise.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. They were both in All Dogs Go to Heaven. Mm Mm-hmm. And Dom DeLuise may be best known to our listeners as the voice of the cat in uh, *Fievel*. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what I recognized him from. <laughs>
0: yeah, me too. <laughs> sort of like when you're playing *Skyrim* and the voice of Tigger is all over the place because yeah. he was one of the character actors, like, yeah, one of that the is. twenty. Uh, so it's all you can picture as you're watching or listening to it. <laughs> but uh, so we start off in a restaurant on this epi- in this episode, right? And who's who's this man sitting at the table?
1: Uh, it's Larry, played by uh, Rick D- uh, Ducommun.
0: Okay. And this was... he's He's been in a lot of 80s comedies. He was in The Burbs right. as, like, the next-door neighbor.
1: Yeah, he was in Groundhog's Day.
0: Mm-hmm. He was even in Die Hard. Mm-hmm. He, he got around a lot in, 80, in the 80s in movies. And he's sitting at the table just eating a huge meal. Just
1: stuffing his face. Oh, man.
0: The maitre d' or the waiter comes up to him and...
1: Tries to take something off the table.
0: He's like, no, no, I like to dip. Yeah. Leave it here. But also leave the dessert tray. And me-
1: also bring me a bowl of sugar. And a bowl and of And also some margarine, <laughs> not butter.
0: Yeah, because he's worried about his saturated fat. Yeah. <laughs> a fucking bowl of sugar?
1: Yeah, what What's is he, he- going to do with that? Well, he
0: has <laughs> a cake that's eight layers tall.
1: Yeah. With an eclair inside of it, apparently.
0: Just on, it's, a big piece has been cut out, and there's an eclair taking its place. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the maitre d' leaves to get this order, and Dom DeLuise shows up in the cake. He's a tiny little guy in a suit.
1: He's just like, hey, how's it going, Porky Pig? Laughing.
0: And this guy, seeing him. Not phased at all. Yeah. He's just like, get the fuck out of my food. He's exacerbated by it. (laughs) He's just like, I want this eclair bad, man. And I want to dip it in some margarine, then coat it in sugar. Yeah. And uh Dom Deluise disappears, and he reappears on the side of him. Yeah. And this is kind of a continuing thing we see throughout the episode. People know him. They're, yeah, people know who he is. Because he's playing guilt. He, Yeah, he's guilt personified.
1: He's the one that makes people feel it, apparently.
0: Yeah, he's some sort of being, not quite human. But also, he wasn't born into this condition. He was chosen. Or he hot hired, actually. Yeah he applied for the job. So who knows what sort of being he is if he's like a really old human or if he's some extra dimensional creature. Who knows. Yeah. yeah. But he is
1: working. I would love to I would love to hear like more about this whole thing. The conceptual like, side you, of like, this? like meet the other emotions and stuff like that. Uh-huh. That was interesting to me.
0: Yeah. So people seem to know him and right away the man at the restaurant knows him. He's reaching for the eclair. He's going to bite it, and guilt takes his wrist. And he's like, "Oh, I like it when they restrain."
1: Yeah, I and, like uh,
0: it when there is He's resist.
1: just. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna eat this fucking eclair." <laughs> he's uh, like, "Look, there's some people over there cheating on it. Like, there's a guy cheating on his wife."
0: Yeah. So guilt turns his head to look. And just distracted, and he takes a bite out of it. <laughs> <laughs> they do this funny thing, like, "Who who bit the eclair? I don't know." Okay.
1: <laughs> Open your mouth. <laughs> Do you feel
0: bad? Yeah, yeah, that whole thing we ran through in the beginning. He's, like, telling intimate secrets about him mm-hmm. to make him feel more guilty. He's bringing that out, and as soon as... As soon
1: as the guy says, yeah, I feel bad, he's like, all right, my job's done. Walks,
0: walks away. Walks away. <laughs> Which I found nice. I, guilt comes, it reminds you you're shitty, and then leaves. Yeah. It, it never lingers. Yeah. You don't feel guilty for a long time about stuff. Well, some people do. <laughs> I'm talking about this world. Yeah. I, I like this one. <laughs>
1: Maybe the effects that he leaves, it, like, lingers. Even That's true. Not there.
0: Yeah. Um, he stays in the bar. And what happens is he goes up to the bar. He orders some private stock reserve.
1: Oh, well, and yeah, but, like, it's... I, I think we should note him walking to the bar. Like, every moment he's walking, he's sitting there, like, laughing and talking about people like, hey, you look like a guy sitting upside down, like rubbed his bald head. <laughs> or like, just like making wisecracks at people, like walking by a girl, he's like, your skirt's too short. Yeah. any shorter it should be illegal. In fact, it's already... Someone you should be arrested. You
0: should be arrested. Yeah, he's just kind of making people feel, feel bad, bad in this bar. He
1: just walks around making people feel bad, and he loves it. Oh, he has to,
0: though. <laughs> As we come to see these Aren't really people screwing with other people? Without them, there's none of it in the world. Right. They are literally like the personification of this. Yeah,
1: if they don't go around spreading it, no one feels it.
0: Yeah. And so he's ordering drinks. He knows that the bartender has some private stuff. He goes and gets it. The bartender does. Makes him four martinis. Yeah. He's getting sloshed. Uh, a girl comes up to talk to him. Who he's several up, girls. Who he's he obviously slept with, though, first. Oh, yeah, that's She's right. She's like, why haven't you called me? So he can interact with mortals in a way not just to make them feel guilt. Oh, yeah. But he can also, like, he, he can fuck people. Yeah. Yeah. So he has a whole... Uh, like a whole gathering of people and around. Wouldn't him.
1: Wanna, who wouldn't want who wouldn't want to fuck a, like someone who has that kind of power?
0: Well, he's leading her on, so <laughs> I don't know. He's still a jerk.
1: <laughs> he's still a jerk, but yeah, <laughs> but I mean
0: so he's getting sloshed behind the bar. The barkeep cuts him off. He's like, "We don't serve inebriate, or we don't serve inebri- yeah. people here." Um he goes tries to go to the restroom and gets a call on this crazy walkie-talkie.
1: Yeah, it's, like, got a bunch of flashing lights.
0: It's, like, bronze with two red lights on top and the flashing screen, and he can talk and... I don't know if he can see through it. You never really got a close-up.
1: Look. Yeah, it was, like, kind of, like, crisp, like, clear mm-hmm. in parts. It was it was really weird. Kind
0: of steampunk fantasy, but, uh, he gets told that there's an underage couple kissing too much. Yeah. And it's in the Midwest and somewhere. He's just like, oh, oh, yeah. oh that place. Because <laughs> he's got a piss. Yeah. Uh... He doesn't wait to piss like he goes right away, mm-hmm. and he does this. He snaps. His it's fingers. interesting
1: to note that that these people still have to
0: uh, answer to someone, right?
1: Well, they have to pee and poop.
0: Oh well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> I was thinking of the weird. Does he have to sleep? Does he have to eat. It? We never see his house. Yeah, we see him drink a lot. But uh, he snaps his fingers and a column of flame about ten inches rises out. <laughs> and he's, <laughs> he's just, just instantly disappears. gone. Yeah. He teleports to this uh, house. There's a y- young teenage couple making out downstairs. and He an, completely ignores them. An older couple making out upstairs. Yeah, And he... I thought he was using a tactic here, but he's just drunk. He yeah. went up on the stairs and he starts stomping up them.
1: And yeah, I thought, I thought he was doing like some kind of like...
0: Like, the kids downstairs would be like, Oh, my parents are coming down, and the yeah. parents would be like, What's going on down there? and check. I thought he'd do that, fuck with them, and then leave without really interacting. Mm-hmm. But no, he. He's is, just drunk. He's out of control.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, the kids hear him stomping, don't stop.
1: Yeah. The they girl's just keep like, going. Did you
0: hear something? And we were just like, Well, you know, maybe if you turn down mm-hmm. the loud jazz, jazz music, music playing. Like, playing the roaring and, fire. <laughs> yeah, then. I don't know. It wouldn't be as suspicious. So
1: what are you guys, 14? You're like <laughs> blaring jazz music?
0: Yeah, sexy jazz, too. <laughs> and there's a big fire going. But he stomps upstairs into the parents' room and sits on the bed right next Is to them. The
1: parents are making out. Yeah,
0: they're getting into it, too. Uh, so he comes in, and he... They she, recognize, right, they yeah, they like, recognize him. Yeah, she's like, I haven't seen you in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so... She, hasn't e- she either hasn't felt guilt in a long time, or his main job is cock-blocking. <laughs> like teenage boys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's his main, his main job, making women feel bad about the clothes they wear. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, maybe if you get a different type of guy hired as guilt, they bring their own flavor to the table. Right, yeah. And that's maybe why the Inquisition happened, or... Some, we have these phases throughout history of really bad shit. Right. People feel guilty about different things. <laughs> who knows? But if all of them are personified, then I guess there's one for Yeah, who anger knows? And,
1: He's been around for a while, as he alludes
0: to. Yeah, and who knows how split up these uh, like demigods are. Right, Americans.
1: apparently there's one for love and commitment.
0: Yep, and they're both female. <laughs> right now. Yeah. May, they probably are hired. Regardless of gender, maybe. Uh, I want like, more answers into this one. Or,
1: or or they're like, well, we got a love a position open up. We gotta interview women.
0: <laughs> uh, so he completely fucks us up. He goes upstairs. He gets them to play film out of a magical box. Yeah, and, and it's like a rash. Well, they think it's an island, and they're like, oh, what's that? An island? And it zooms out, and you find out it's sores and STD rashes and. <laughs> He leaves, (laughs) thinking the job's done, and they continue... No, he gets a call right then. Okay. He
1: he gets a call, they're like, the boss needs to touch you right away. He's like, I'm busy, I'm working. Yeah. He's like, the boss needs you right now. He leaves the projector,
0: and they keep watching. Yeah. (laughs) Why? So he teleports away again with a gout of flame out of his hands, Mm -hmm. and he's in some extra-dimensional space. Yeah. Uh, No walls.
1: Bunch Bunch of... like there's
0: pillars? doorways,
1: t- pillars and doorways, but there's no walls. Yeah, pillars. Because they even do the gag where he walks up and it says "assistant to the boss," and before he opens the door, he like looks around it and waves at the guy, and then opens the door
0: and goes through it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're invisible walls. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> then he is in an enclosed office, the yeah. boss's room, kind yeah. of. Kind of. And this has that once again. It uh, has that crazy. This is the assistant to the boss. Yes. It has that crazy blue and pink light going on.
1: Yeah, like
0: the phone. Uh Uh-huh. Like his
1: walkie-talkie, and it's all crystalline, kind of.
0: And the walls are really Dario Argento, like we've said in the past, like uh, the 80s movie Terror Vision. Yeah. Which is amazing if you guys haven't seen it. It's filmed completely on a soundstage, but it's this sprawling orgy mansion <laughs> and a, about a family and a monster attacks. Oh,
1: God. I'm not going
0: to say anymore. It's it's crazy. The movie is nuts. I love to watch it with people who haven't seen it. And it... Okay, so this kind of reminds me that it's all artificial lighting and he has, like, a lot of occult-looking a, a objects on the desk. They're mm. all crystalline. They're pyramids on the desk. The phones are crystal and light up.
1: Yeah, or gold.
0: Yeah, a lot of gold, a lot of pinks and whites. And it... I think it kind of is meant to wearing look, an all-white suit. Oh, he yeah. He's, it's meant to look like heaven. Yeah, that's what it kind of... But not like a cloudy So but, old uh, but
1: I don't know who he is, if he's the assistant to the boss. He's an old white guy. A southern... He's an, oh, he's a, yeah, he's a southern old white guy, but who? In a who full, full white tuxedo. That's God's assistant? Just some southern white guy that died? He, you know, like,
0: <laughs> he's working there now. He, <laughs> he got hired for this position just like guilted i guess okay all
1: right
0: i don't know <laughs> and it's weird because he sees everything mm-hmm. and he knows guilt's fucked up he knows he's drunk yeah so well, he
1: says uh, he doesn't say he sees everything he says i see a lot too here and th- the big guy sees even more than me
0: he doesn't really see a lot though because he we see how <laughs> yeah his, he does things his, his thing is
1: not that good of a setup and uh yeah, it's a wooden panel TV
0: yeah. from, like, the 70s. But it's, it's cool
1: that it's, like, remote-controlled, like, hey, Arnold's room.
0: Like, motorized. Yeah. <laughs> it rises out of the base. And it's it's 20 feet away from him, and it's, like, a full 23-inch TV. Yeah.
1: How Back bar- in the time,
0: though. Oh, yeah. Where it's at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they rely on human tech. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. They couldn't... I mean, we've seen special effects in this show. They could have just projected it on something big. Who knows? Yeah. Um but he he knows he's made a mistake. He's told that they know he's drunk and he doesn't get fired. No, they send him on vacation. Yeah, he's kinda resistant. But that's He seems
1: more than resistant.
0: He seems seems downright scared. He
1: seems scared.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I wonder what happens when you lose your job as a demigod. May I dunno. They say he's one of the best they've ever had. This is really where we get the first clue that he's not the first.
1: Yeah. Um, He's one of the best guilts we've ever had. So... So I think the theory is, like, if this is heaven, whenever you die and you go to heaven, you can get chosen to be one of these personifications, I guess.
0: Ah, you gotta fill out another resume. Yeah,
1: you just go to heaven and it's still more working.
0: (laughs) It's like the DMV when you first get there. No, thank you.
1: No, that's for people who commit suicide in hell.
0: (laughs) So he gets to come back to Earth. We have no idea if he's ever died, if he's ever been human. We just know that he works as guilt right now.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And the boss, or the assistant to the boss, has a computer terminal. He goes
1: over all the good things that he's done. He's just like, You've been doing a great job, man. Like, like, uh, this is up. This has been down, like yeah, yeah. you've so been he's, doing a stand up job as guilt, but you're drunk right now.
0: <laughs> In my office. <laughs> you're teleporting around the world drunk. <laughs> they were married that couple. Yeah. So he has a computer terminal and he's like, What kind of vacation? Tell me about it. And guilt's like, Well, I'll tell you the things I don't want and he lists mm. off a whole bunch he's of like,
1: things. He's like, No hot sand. No
0: beaches, no boats.
1: No, he just said no hot sand.
0: Yeah, because it gives him blisters. And he's punching all this No snow, because of his allergies. He gasps at the monitor, and it cuts to a cruise ship at dusk. And he's been put on a boat, Mm -hmm. and uh, he seems to be enjoying it. He never, he's never really pessimistic. He's always in a good attitude. Yeah,
1: he's always, like, a, a pretty jovial.
0: Yeah, and I think that's because as he brings out the guilt in other people, he is kind of immune to it. It's oh, his, yeah, he had job. no guilt. Yeah. He was kind of an asshole. Well, like we saw. That came with the job, I think. Yeah. He couldn't do his job if he felt guilty for it because yeah. it was a needed thing. Uh, he goes on the boat and he's walking through one of the lounges and he's doing that thing again where he stops at different couples and people and he just, just points out their faults. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like deep rooted fears and faults <laughs> in each other. Oh. Uh, he gets up and orders some drinks, and somebody's like... Yeah,
1: everyone seems to like him. It's so weird. Well.
0: <laughs> At first, he, he expresses concern. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, we're here because my husband's cholesterol is so high. And he's or, just
1: like, oh, make sure you lay off of the sweets or
0: whatever. Salty foods. Salty foods, yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, isn't that sweet? We just met, and he already cares about us. Well, no
1: one knows that he's guilt here.
0: No. He can kind of turn it off. Yeah. At least the... Like,
1: he says that he's a brain surgeon.
0: Yeah, he gives a fake name, and then he accuses. Is it?
1: Maybe he was really that guy oh. at one point.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he accuses one family of spending their children's education on this trip.
1: Yeah, you're sailing on your kids' education. Yeah, that was pretty and he's funny. He's just laughing,
0: and that turns everybody else off. In their <laughs> yeah. own. They walk except away. for him. Yeah, he
1: just finds it hilarious. <laughs> All these humans and their little problems.
0: Uh this is where our second like star character enters. Mm-hmm. This is Lonnie Anderson playing love personified. Yep. Her name is Lovely. Yeah, that's how she introduces
1: He says you're he says you're you're lovely and she says, "Yes." And he's like, "And you even know how to take a compliment." <laughs> I love that in a goddess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No idea that she is. Yeah. Like, the personification of love. Yeah, no he, uh, idea. He, t- he does that line about your mother was brave. You could have come out ugly. Yeah. With um. Like a unibrow and a mustache and <laughs> a Boris Karloff thing going yeah. on. <laughs> Another horror reference. Um, I don't know. I think we're starting to really get into the heart of the series now. Yeah. We've covered horror. We've covered sci-fi, comedy, uh, a shitty old vaudevillian alien <laughs> oh, god nutsacks.
1: That's that was no
0: Yeah. There's been a, a whole plethora of like ups and down roller coaster of emotions. And we're coming back around to comedy and it's it's still pretty amazing. hmm Even if this one doesn't have any twists or anything, which it might. We're we're not at the end yet. Uh it's still really entertaining. Everyone in it is acting their heart out in this episode. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's doing a really good job at it.
1: It's got some really good lines. Mm-hmm. The guy uh, Don DeLuise he did a he did a good job mm-hmm. on this. He he had some really funny lines and he delivered them really well.
0: Yeah, and Lonnie Anderson too. She's uh, she's kind of looking like Dolly Parton in this. Yeah, a little she's bit. Full blonde hair and up in a beehive. Um, really pale, full red lips. Like got the western kind of thing going on in my opinion. Like yeah, that look and. He falls for immediately. Love yeah. at first sight.
1: Well, apparently it went both ways, because yeah. he
0: immediately started talking to her, and she was into it. Yeah, she was delighted. She had dinner with him. Yeah. Um, and they spend a good chunk of the cruise together from mm-hmm. now on, because we go back to the boss's assistance room, and we see him on the telephone, and it's got the light-up cord, the light-up He's bass. talking to the boss. It's pulsing. Yeah, and there's like four other telephones on mm-hmm. the table. That was the God phone. <laughs> like the Red Batman yeah. phone. The president's direct line to Russia. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh. Oh, that was the thing. He's like, How's Nixon? How are you doing on Nixon when he was talking to Gil?
1: Oh, yeah, when he was talking to Gil. How's Nixon go? He's like, It's a tough nut to crack.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: he's not, he won't admit he's not a thing. Budging, he's not budgeting an inch.
0: Not even in his autobiography. Yeah, but I'll get him. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, so the assistant to the boss is now talking to the boss. And the boss is getting worried. He's like, change it to channel 13, bro. Mm -hmm. And the guy presses the remote, the TV slowly rises. He's like squinting (laughs) to see it. It's like if where we were recording, you were to look over at the microwave. And try and watch the news. Yeah. That's how old-timey TV was. it was.
1: was. Yeah, like it, like, rise, rose out of, like, the platforms. <laughs> it was all remote-controlled. <laughs> We're just like, holy shit, this is terrible.
0: And there's, like, <laughs> a local news station reviewing...
1: Oh, how far we've come.
0: This, yeah. <laughs> there's a local news station uh, doing a story on the church. Like, breaking news, no one's been coming to confession. Yeah. It...
1: Who fucking cares? So the news was it was like an ad
0: for yeah. the church. They are like... he
1: was he like the the pastor, like they even went full on with that joke where he was like, So come on down
0: Like a used car Yeah, on, yeah. And we
1: got three preachers and no weight if you get what I mean.
0: <laughs> no. I don't <laughs> but they had big banners, it was like free confessions. So they
1: said they were putting it on TV, radio, and newspaper. Yeah, so this was just so people ad. would
0: come to confession. This was just like a but paid But nobody's ad. feeling guilty. Yeah, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's talking to the, the boss again. He's like... It's hey, like
1: that Family Guy episode where death broke his ankle and no one died. Yeah. Because death wasn't
0: around. <laughs> the Simpsons did the same thing one time when Homer became dead. Yeah. yeah. So, uh... He's talking to the boss and he's like, "Well, he was on vacation for 3 days. He was supposed to be back by now." He's not. He's still on the boat. He just stayed on it and's been chilling with lovely. Mhm. Um, he's
1: meeting her for meeting her for dinner.
0: He seems really down.
1: He does. I think it's cuz he's resi- uh, he's resigned that he's going to have to tell her. He's like, "Hey, I'm not human."
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I lied, yeah. <laughs> so, he's wearing like a full on
1: Suit. Oh, his clothes are nice the whole He's dressed time. like an opera singer. Yeah. <laughs> this whole episode.
0: But when you're a demigod who can instantly teleport and controls guilt,
1: yeah. it's probably
0: not hard to get nice things. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, she comes down wearing a matching red like ballroom dress. Yeah. And really somberly comes up to him and is like, we need to talk. He's like, we need to talk. Is this what she confides in him, that she's love?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot of people around. It's kind of the last night of the cruise, it looks like. Yeah, they're
1: there's both a, like, hey, I need to tell you something. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then she, he's like, you go first. So she tells him, and he, it takes a while for him to get it. He was so concerned with telling her that he was a demigod, that he just, it doesn't even enter his mind that she's confessing that to him. <laughs> she proves it. Yeah, she's like. Choose he's just two like.
1: People. Wait, he's like. Wait, your
0: your your love mm-hmm. really? I'm like. <laughs> so choose two people. Yeah. She picks, uh, or he picks, uh, a woman standing off to the right. Yeah. Kind of an older woman, a bit larger, uh, and a very wiry, kind of nerdy-looking man. In yeah. A blue flowery tuxedo off to the left. Yeah. And. She like
1: she, blows
0: kisses at both of them. Yeah. It's this kind of a spell she's casting. Uh you were like, oh what if somebody walks in the way?
1: <laughs>
0: I'm sure it happens all the, the time.
1: time. <laughs> she's like,
0: whatever. Whatever. Or it's cool. <laughs> so they fall for each other immediately, run into each other's arms. Run she, off. She picks him up at first, hugs him, Oh uh, she twirls. dips him. Yep.
1: She dips him when they kiss. And yeah. then they run off and they like he tries to take her off in one direction. And you know, she, she just pulls yanks he, like, in the, yanks other him the other way. The yanks <laughs> the other way. Pretty, pretty comical. Good for them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh. He's like, you do good work. And he's like, now my turn. I'm guilt. guilt. And she's like, what do you mean?
1: He's like, pick anyone. She's like, anyone? Yeah, oh. anyone. She picks this old guy who just walked up.
0: Standing behind guilt. <laughs> yeah. On the bow of the ship, the railing. And he goes up. He says Uh, something. He's like,
1: I know what you did to your partner.
0: Yeah. He he knows. Everyone knows.
1: (laughs) Climbs up on
0: the rail. He takes off his his jacket. He takes
1: his jacket off and climbs up on the rail. He's like, There's no point in living anymore. Guilt's walking away. Guilt's just walking away, like, chuckling. Cracking up. (laughs) I loved
0: it. He loves his job. He has to. It's what he, he does, and it's. I guess needed?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> they, make it, they make it seem like it's needed in this yeah. world. Like, if he doesn't do it, something will be lacking. Which, is fine. Uh, so she's disgusted at first.
1: Yeah. She's, she's like, it's like, like... terrible.
0: And that's not her reaction. He's like, you're being kind of judgmental. Yeah, we're...
1: I wasn't like that when you told me you were love.
0: Yeah, I applied she... to be lust. She leads him to a darker part of the ship's railing uh, and dumps him. And it's pretty brutal. She's just like, oh, let's think of this as one magical week we had together. Yeah. He takes it pretty hard, and she doesn't. No, she's fine. She's happy. Yeah, she's, well, she's... Well, she's smiling the whole time. Yeah, well, she's always smiling. She doesn't seem to be very hurt by it, uh, or very, like, emotionally attached at all to it. But she's like, I'm love, not commitment.
1: Yeah, I'm good at love, not so good at commitment. That's right. And he said, and he's just like, "Oh, commitment? You'd like her. She's a lovely lady. I met her at a wedding.
0: <laughs> Got a fat ass, or she's a little heavy in the leg, in the yeah. bottom side, or whatever. Something like Some that. Something very weird line. Yeah. <laughs> we had another weird line at dinner. Waiters kept coming up to them, and he kept shooing them off, but doing it in kind of weird ways. The second time somebody came up, he was like. Blow
1: off. Blow off. And, and the guy and did that, that he's like,
0: like, hit his mouth and popped. Pop. There we yeah. go. Okay, like that.
1: And then he just, like, does, like, this really weird, like, like, sidestep walk. <laughs> like, and then he, like, ma- it kind of looks like he's doing the thing where he pretends like he's walking downstairs, but he's yeah. not.
0: <laughs> Do you think this was, like, uh, extra? I don't know of some like a Maybe. special extra. I don't know, like a cameo of some sort. Maybe he wasn't on IMDb as far as no. I could tell. Um, the yeah. only, yeah, like so she dumps him on the front of the ship in the dark. He's crushed, and it cuts immediately to him in a trench coat.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, there's fedora. One, it's on a pier.
1: Yeah, it's dark, dark lighting, mm-hmm. very film noir esque. Yeah. Yeah. There's and a street light directly overhead. Yeah, He's smoking. And one car. Mm-hmm. He's in a trench coat with the fedora and the tie.
0: And, the ship is docked and it's about to take off. All the lights are off on it.
1: She like comes around the corner and he like looks over his shoulder dramatically. Now
0: she's wearing all white. Yeah. Uh, like a really, crazy fantasy kind of headpiece too. This yeah, it was crystalline. weird. Crystalline. It kind of looks like an ice queen type thing. A little bit, yeah. From Narnia, uh, and she's like walks up down the gangplank, across the pier to him. He's just standing there smoking, looking like a badass detective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I really do love you. He's like, I really do love you. Yeah. And they yeah. kiss.
1: Well, that was her thing. The reason she wanted to end it was because she said she never knows if anybody actually loves her, yeah. or if it's because her influence, or so people like the idea. Like, that was her big thing. I wonder,
0: we've seen him turn on and off his influence. Like, he can pretend to be human, or he can... He never turned off his influence. Well, he can turn it off, but still use his, like, mental abilities, I think. Yeah. Because he told people he was a brain surgeon with a name. And they accepted him as human. They weren't like, oh, it's guilt.
1: Yeah, whereas before, anyone who saw him was like, hey, I know you, you're guilt. Yeah. Like, even in the bar, everyone was murmuring, Well, like, no, oh, no, guilt's back.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not even shocked like that. Like, intimately knew him. Yeah. He was guilt. So he could turn it on and off, it seemed. She maybe couldn't or didn't have that control over it. He did say that she was different. Yeah.
1: Whenever they were talking. He's like, he like, I, was like I knew love was different.
0: Hmm. This is something I wonder if they wanted to make a whole movie about. Maybe
1: I would have watched it. Oh yeah,
0: you know what it really reminds. Oh, before we get into that, um, they walk off into a dark alley. They don't take a car. They just kind of walk off, and that's yeah, the and that's that's it. They're talking back.
1: about. He's like, he's like, love, baby. This is gonna be the beginning of something beautiful.
0: <laughs> and they walk off. Yep. So he probably kept his job.
1: Yeah, seems like it.
0: Yeah, he was really liked. But you know what it really reminded me of? Was Neil Gaiman's Sandman series.
1: Still have yet to see it.
0: If If you're in the comics, read them. They're some of the best comics I've ever read. It's about a series of siblings who each personify a different aspect of life exactly like this. Oh, okay. But they all start with D. So there's death, dream, despair, that kind of thing. Destruction, delirium, and... They have their, like, normal family problems and everything, but it's throughout human history. Right. And it's like this. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's dark. There's just a lot of really cool uh, art in it, too.
1: Yeah, I really liked in this that he was kind of like... he Like, people intimately knew him, but he just kind of saw everybody as, like, one collective being. It seemed he had fl- so- face blindness. Yeah, he yeah. had, like, face blindness.
0: And I said maybe he wasn't seeing their faces, he was just seeing... Their entire lives. Yeah, that was, like... That that would be crazy. Yeah. I, I don't would... want them to expand this. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> I liked this episode a lot more than the last couple. And, I mean, no big twists, like we said. It did have a happy ending. Um, yeah, I guess. It was good.
1: I liked it a lot. Yep. It, it was uh, kind of... Like, Magic Man was not bad, like, the one before it was. That one got dark
0: in some places.
1: Um but it wasn't as like amazing. Yeah, and this one I felt like it was really
0: it was really good. Mhm. Uh, no real special effects, but it was Well, besides the fire when he teleports. Yeah, yeah, and the <laughs> little cool walkie-talkie thing. But I <laughs> And the and heaven. But I loved the dialogue. <laughs> I loved the acting. Yeah. Uh, I loved everybody's performance and it. it. was just great.
1: Yeah, it was really enjoyable to watch.
0: What do we have coming up next week?
1: Uh, next week uh, we have uh, Remote Control Man.
0: I don't remember this one. Yeah. Like,
1: like always. He's a... Uh, it's... Well, no. No spoilers. Yeah. You gotta find about it. about a superhero.
0: Oh, good. Sweet. I don't Remote
1: think we... Control Man. <laughs> no, Finds the lost
0: your batteries.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Bye, guys.